Hear all of our previously aired broadcasts of News for the Soul online at newsforthesoul.com. Now let's get back to the show. Next up, one of my favorite hours, Indigenous People's Perspectives with Diane Hill. Let's bring Diane on to reintroduce herself, her show, and her guest, and what's up for today. Welcome back. Thanks, Nicole. Good afternoon, everyone. Um, I'm having a guest return, and that guest is the name of Brenda Thine, and she's a professional psychic medium. She's been working for about 30 years, 20 years professionally, and she's been a great friend and a great guide to me on many, many levels. And one of the things that keep cropping up um, in my life is a lot of my clientele, since I'm dealing primarily with Native people, First Nations people, is that a lot of the clientele that I see who are Native North American Indians, Native people, Indigenous people, there's lots of names that... um, my people go by, uh, they seem to be having lots of issues with dark spirit um, attachments, with seeing dark spirits, with experiencing um, negative kind of scary things that they see. And so there's not a lot of information being given or even conversations that where we can talk about uh, dark spirit attachments and Um, rather than be afraid of them, maybe we should be looking at how can we develop ourselves, what are some of our gifts we can use to communicate with these spirits, and just really generally talking about the approach that we should take when dealing with these kinds of uh, paranormal or psychic encounters. So I've asked Brenda Tyne to come back and just chat with me generally around that those kinds of topics. And we'll just see where today's show is going to go. And I'm hoping it'll be a really useful discussion that will be able to be heard by um, Native people in particular. It might be maybe basic for some of the audience that listens to News for the Soul, might be basic conversation, I'm not sure. But that's what I'd like to do today. And so I'm going to invite Brenda Sign on. I think she's there. Brenda, are you, can you hear me? I can, Diane. Hi, I'm here. Hi, great. I hope you were able to take in some of that little discussion, introduction that I was giving uh, the audience, Brenda. And... And because I know you've been a help to me over my journey and my development and developing my own psychic gifts and my own psychic abilities. And there were lots of questions that I had for you that you've helped me with over the years. But also on a a professional note, I've also sent a lot of people your way. And, and a lot of the people that I send your way are people that invariably you end up helping them to develop their psychic gifts and their psychic abilities. But I'm also aware that some of the people that I send your way, I send your way because they're dealing with some really heavy kinds of experiences, like scary things that they're seeing. And some of those people I send your way are, are younger individuals like, like uh, youth in their early teens. And so I just thought we would have a general conversation um, about those types of clients and about the need to develop psychic abilities and about how to, how to do that in such a way that um, people can maybe have a better grasp or a better understanding 
um, for for why these gifts would be important or how to use them. And I know a lot of people who engage in these kinds of experience or have experience with, with these negative spirits or scary things, what I call scary things, they tend to want to just shut down and turn their head and look the other way. Um, but at the same time, some people can't because these things keep happening. And those are the ones that I end up sending t- to you. So I think you know the type of client I'm talking about, right, Brenda? <laughs> Absolutely, Diane. Absolutely. And first, I'd like to say thank you so much for having me back on your radio show um, <clears throat> and for your words about me. <laughs> That's very kind of you. I do appreciate our relationship as well. Um, and for having this conversation. Okay, let's 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 be real because this is a this is an important conversation for us to have because this is a very um, important and you know uh, common experience that people are having and and the reason I say it's important is because it's meant to help us come back to who we truly are to come back to our full empowerment of you know who we are as divine human beings here and I know that that, that sounds a little bit more maybe than just. <clears throat> what we're talking about on a psychic level, so to speak, uh, so to speak, but it isn't. It is connecting back to creative. It is re, um, rewiring ourselves and reprogramming ourselves so that we can actually be an extension of that kind of creative force and not be um, subjected to or at the mercy of, rather, anyway, um, those opposing forces that are definitely out there. So the younger people are having you know, a lot of these experiences because there's so much, you know, influence of drug and alcohol, um, you know, experiences out there for Mm -hmm. them and all kinds of other things. That whole, you know, context in and of itself is full of psychic activity, full of it, Um, because it becomes um, a channel for the spiritual world to connect to people here in this physical world. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I agree. And and I know some of the people that I've sent your way, um, very like I just wondered if you could share generally without re- say you know revealing too much, just generally speaking, so that the the listeners can kind of get an idea of what we're talking about here by by you know by encountering these kinds of spirits. Do you, do you, can you share a little bit about a couple of the clients that I sent your way? Um, yeah, I think so, one that you know, I recall was a a girl. Yeah, um, a, a young girl, quite young, in her teens, um, you know, who was seeing a lot of things. Now, a lot of people don't realize they're experiencing psychic phenomena um, because they don't realize other people aren't seeing it like they are. Do you know what I mean? Like they're not having the same experiences. So I always equate it to like being colorblind. You don't really know you are until someone points it out and then you go and, you know, you kind of start looking at what it is about it. And then you realize, oh crap, (laughs) you know, there's something there that's different than other people are experiencing that I'm experiencing. So a lot of people, especially the younger generation, are very open to this stuff. And because they're often around a lot of the, you know, the drug and alcohol stuff as well, they're subjected to the psychic experiences, and when they're open like that, they're actually able to see it. They're able to in- interact, and when spirit knows you can interact with it, it's on you. It's it's like right up in your face, and if it's not a very nice thing, then it's going to cause trouble in your life. It's going to cause craziness, chaos, and challenges for you um, that you have to overcome. Now, <clears throat> that means really, it, you're you know, you're, we're never really going to 
be able to, you know, extinguish all that stuff from the world as much as we'd like to. It's necessary as a part of our polarity. However, however, we can gain control or command, as I prefer to use, over our own experience so that that stuff doesn't have any effect on us. So the young people, like this one person in particular, would see a lot of dark shadows, a lot of dark uh, figures, a lot of, you know, very um, um, scary shit, stuff, pardon me, (laughs) Scary stuff. Oh, and, it's right, yeah. <laughs> this is a show to be real. <laughs> yeah, so there you are, right? And that's the thing. And I've, I've encountered many young people like that, especially those who are gifted with mediumship abilities that are naturally strong for them. So they're able to not just, you know, uh, pick up on energy and feel out, you know, vibrations and stuff like that, but they're actually seeing right. stuff through clairvoyant experience um, and, and yeah. communicating so your spirit. So what you're saying then is that as that it's an awakening if I if I can use that word it's an awakening of this these individuals what doesn't matter what age they are cuz I've been hearing from and seeing a lot of people right from being young to older people it, and so that's why I started using that word awakening because they're starting to see things that have always been there but their gifts are now at such a place in such a state where they're also able like they're seeing it they're perceiving it and then they don't know what to do about it yeah exactly so humanity is in the middle of this great awakening and what happens is we reach vibrational spaces or alignments that tune us in to this phenomena that is really always like you said always happening it's happening around you all the time but visually you know we can only see a certain part of the spectrum right we're only capable of actually taking in a certain uh part of the scale of the spectrum scale of light and so you know what's happening beyond that is happening whether you can see it or not so that's exactly what's taking place what's yeah exactly yeah and so so why you know people will say well why am i seeing the the bad stuff why am i seeing things that you know are scary and and why am i getting messages of people dying and and you know and things are happening in negative ways to people why you know why why am i receiving so if you're talking to me like i'm one of your clients and I would say to you, Brenda, why am I seeing such heavy-duty things? Is it because, you know, I had my eyes closed and I refused to see the dark? Or, um, like, why all of a sudden am I seeing those things? What would mm-hmm. you say? Again, it comes back to a vibrational alignment. So everything in our world is energy and is energetically responsive to you. The whole experience you have here, we all have. So when it comes down to basics, that's what you're talking about. And even though you might not recognize that you're living in a place of fear if there's a lot of fear in your vibrational field okay so six to twelve feet from your physical body is a field of of energy that is yours right like all of your information is there waves come off of you all the information of you is there um and actually that's where i go to read people psychically when i do readings for people i go into that field i call it your closet and, and basically, we all kind of stand in our closet, and, you know, we're, we're there, and everything we have is all there and, and out for everybody. So if there's fear in your vibration in any way or any capacity, um, you're going to attract in some way something that matches that vibration. So you're going to have, if you're, if you're afraid of seeing the boogeyman, you're going to have encounters that may or may not, you may have encounters, rather, that may or may not help you to face that fear 
of the boogeyman. So everything we have, every every fear we have is meant to help us become empowered in the fact that we don't need to have that fear because everything, every fear is false. Really? Yeah. So the so the experiences then are helping me, are pushing that fear up inside of me for me to heal it, for me to change it, for me to um, consider it, let it go. Right. That's that's what. So it's actually helping me, but I don't. I'm not seeing it as a help because I'm I'm looking at <laughs> those experiences as something's being done to me. I'm not seeing it as anything about me. I'm seeing it as something. People are using bad medicine. People are sending things to me. People are have you know um, are are doing nasty things. If I have you know a, a suspect somebody that doesn't like me, these are kinds of the things that that I sort of hear in my own work and and that's kind of behind i think what we're talking about here those are kind of the underlying assumptions that that people are are making but they're not really being once again spoken about or talked about say in a public forum like this agreed absolutely agree with you there for sure and 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 society has been subjected to an enormous amount of fear over the last few years so that's kind of like a heavy blanket that is kind of hanging over everybody right now. So it doesn't matter what your fear is, what your greatest or your smallest fear is. If there's anything resonating in your vibration that is in alignment with a fear of any kind, it's going to come up for you to address. And that becomes empowering because once you take care of that, once people realize the boogeyman is actually more afraid of you discovering that he's not scary at all than you are of discovering the boogeyman and then realizing he's not scary at all, you know, that's the whole point here. Like, once we get to that place, we don't have those fears anymore. They're just spells. And then we're in a yes. place of power. We're in a place of power. Well, Nothing yes. can get to us. I like to call it unfuckwithable. <laughs> Un- say that again? <laughs> unfuckwithable. <laughs> Unfuckwithable. We're at that place where absolutely nothing can fuck with you. <laughs> it's Friday, Diane. You okay. know it's Friday. You have to go to come out. It is Friday. <laughs> it is Friday. And, but that's and, and people, I think, right? yeah, absolutely. We want people to be empowered, not running away in the other direction. That that's oh. That's for sure. And I think the big teaching here is that, is that there's, there's not, anything being done to you like it's what you're what you're seeing is is um it could be a culmination of lifetimes previous lifetimes of experience and and so something is is taking shape for you to resolve or for you to deal with during this lifetime so it's showing itself um there could be um what we call obscured memories things that you went through when you were a child and and you stuffed them away so so far and so deep um, and with the intention of never having to deal with it, and then suddenly there's there it is in your night dream, and sometimes there it is in your when you're awake, when you're in your physical space as well. Um, it affects relationships, like there's just tons of things that are coming out, and I, I like to use the mirror mirror concept in my work. I always tell people, well, you have to start looking at your life and looking at the way that it's going as a mirror back to you because we can't see ourselves. So here's something's happening to you that's of a psychic nature. And that's kind of good news because now you can pay attention to something that perhaps you wouldn't have thought about or didn't want to pay attention to before. Absolutely. And so 
And so I know that you run a course. I know you run a program and a course, and I forget how many weeks it is. I think it's eight weeks, is it, or six weeks called the Clares? Yeah, actually, it's eight weeks, and it is called Meet the Clares. Um, and actually, <laughs> I just put it on sale, so everybody has an opportunity to to look at that uh, with a with a a really nice price attached to it. Um, but what it does is helps you, in, you know, explore your extrasensory abilities. Um, and we all have four major psychic abilities that we're all, every single one of us is already hardwired for, um, and two defaults that come with, with just being human that most of us don't even equate or pay attention to or, or understand, uh, and so therefore don't recognize that they're there or that we're, they're active, uh, but they are, and uh, they're actually hardwired for us naturally so that we can always in some way remember that we are more than just human. Um, but the four clairs are your, you know, clairvoyance, clair, uh, clairaudience, clairsentience, and claircognizance. And those four clairs, every single person has an ability to develop and very strongly use um, collectively for your own empowered living, your own empowered uh, experience of life and that's being able to be aware you know and, and and feel out the energies of things and discern for yourself what's going on what's good for you what's not where to go where not to go so that eventually you know everybody can finally get to this place where they don't need people like me they are people like me. <laughs> they become the people yeah they come to like yeah. you know for me uh, as, as I yeah. you know guide people Yes. And so what are the two defaults? You said, so those are the four. What are the other two defaults? Well, actually, surprisingly, it is a smell and taste. Those two, and they have fancy names, gustinance and uh, olfaction. Uh, but those two, olfactory senses and your gustin senses, those are taste and smell. And we can, you'll often, you know, smell spirit in a way that, you know, is very, um, smell is the fastest trigger to a memory. So when we smell spirit, it's generally something that is familiar to us about that a person specifically. So, so you know, Grandma liked to bake okay. banana bread or something. You're going to smell banana bread. And you might smell it out of the blue. Or Grandpa used to smoke a, a pipe, so you might smell pipe smoke or pipe tobacco, right. uh, those kinds of things. Exactly. That's a natural thing. And everybody I talk to, all kinds of people have that. And they're not necessarily in the spiritual awareness or a psychic awareness. They're just like, hmm, you know, I smelled flowers the other day, and I'm pretty darn sure they were gladiolas. My grandmother just loved gladiolas, you know. And you're like, well, yeah. that was your grandma trying to get it through to you. That's how they work that. Exactly. The other is, of course, taste. Yeah. And taste is another one. So that, if you know, I'm a person... Up. So if I'm a person, Brenda, who's who's seen mm-hmm. scary things, and you say to me, oh, there's uh, more to life, and now you're awakened to it, there's more to life than you really realize, and now the spirit is kind of getting your attention, there's some things you need to heal, there's some uh, skills you need to develop, what would you say to a person like me who would say to you, well, um, why would I want to develop my my clear cognizance or clairvoyance or clear audience? Like, why would I want to see more of that? Because that's that's just like like scary, or sometimes it's nasty, or you know, I just like you know, I don't want to be bothered by that. What 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 do you say to people like that? That will come and and you say to them, well, let's help you develop it so your senses can be sharper. <laughs> <laughs> well, that person is saying, well, I don't want to see it anymore, right? What would you say yeah, to them? Turn it off. Well, that's the other thing is, you know, you can turn it off. You can turn it off. 
Um, I do encourage people to, especially young people, like in their teens, who have a lot going on already. Being a teenager, that's what I did. Being a teenager is hard enough as it is in today's world, let alone Mm -hmm. seeing dead folks, you know, or, you know, hearing voices or whatever. Like, that's not something you want to add to the teenage concoction or the the teenage deal. But, um, you know, you can shut it off. So a lot of people don't know that, though. And they're at the mercy of these. That's right. But... The power comes in being, you know, in that full awareness when, when you don't have to use these gifts all the time, but having them cultivated and honed in so that, you know, when you are wanting uh, a fuller experience to your life, wanting to feel like you're driving your own car, wanting to feel like you may be able to actually create your life, which is what we're here to do, not be at the mercy of it. As you said, people, you know, life is not happening to people. Life is not happening yeah. to people. Life is happening for people, you know, and, and, and it's coming as a response. It's an echo. It's an echo. And like you said, it doesn't matter whether it's your childhood or another lifetime. There's an accumulation of vibrational response that is coming always on waves of energy towards us in response to something we've already put out. So that's the thing that is most empowering in developing these, these gifts so that you actually rise above those lower vibrational energies, and then you are not actually subjected to them. Even though they're there, you're not living in that neighborhood anymore. They can't touch you because you have transcended through awareness. Information is light, and, you know, it's power. So when you're empowered okay. with that light, you're above the dark things. You're above the darkness. You know? And it always gives way to the light. Yeah. And so so I have a lot of reluctant people, eh, that would that would hear what you just said and and they would go, "Well, maybe." Right? But I think I think the other thing that I would say to them, which I think you know something about, is that wouldn't you, so this is what I find I'm I'm saying to people, wouldn't you want to develop your your psychic abilities, your your gifts, let's call them gifts because they are gifts, even though right now you don't like what you're seeing, so you think they're cursed. It's you've been cursed. Mm-hmm. But wouldn't you see getting developing yourself so that you develop the ability to receive your own messages from the creator? From that would help you say maybe you're sick, maybe you've got some um, you know, uh, illness going on. Maybe you, you like you want to know. You're getting questions ab- about, well, why am I going through this experience with this person, or why did this happen to me at work? People don't. I don't think people realize that the development of their psychic gifts and abilities would allow them to receive direct messages to help them understand why they're having the experiences that they're having. Don't you think? Absolutely agree with that too. Yes. They don't. They and because we've been so disconnected, right? And we've been programmed to believe we're disconnected. So they don't realize that they themselves can be the the connection, right? They can receive all of the information that they ask for. Every bit of guidance, you can connect better with their own guide. Every single buddy, every person with a soul who has come here, and I say that just as I mean it, <laughs> with a soul who has come here, comes with two also default experiences alongside that I, has been my experience that I've noticed with everybody over every reading for 30 years. That everybody what comes would that to the be? guide. 
a guide and an angel. Okay. Everybody comes with a guardian okay. angel and everybody comes with a guide. Now, your guide has been my experience, and then this might be different for others. Unless your guide comes from a higher realm or some sort of higher advanced uh, spiritual space or place, um, your guide is a contemporary to you. So it is a, another energy who is just alongside of you but in the spiritual realm helping keep you on track. So I always say that they've got your course curriculum, they've got your backpack, they kind of have your stuff, they're keeping you on track. Right, they're nudging you here. They're helping you keep to what you want to do in this world. Now, you can have a guide from a higher realm who's going to give you a higher perspective. But the guide you have that comes as your contemporary only knows pretty much what you know. So they're not going to be able to give you anything other than what you plan. They're going to keep you on track with your own plan. As far as I've, con- I've, I've it's been my experience. So. Um, okay. If you're looking, but when you can develop your own, not only can you connect with your guide and have a, a one-on-one constantly with your guide, but you can then invite in and receive guidance from higher energies, and you can work with higher angels as well, or with angels in another uh, capacity altogether. So everybody has a guardian angel that helps you, you know, in times of need. You know, like it'll buffer you when you when you need a, you know, something between you and the fall that you're about to take because of the ice was slippy or something of that nature. Um, I've actually, you know, had many encounters where angels have actually stepped in and saved my life. Actually, Archangel Michael was one who saved my life uh, a couple of different times, actually. So there's lots of ways that we can really be fulfilled. In, in the connections that are available to us. And then, like you said, there's the connection to creator itself. You don't need to go outside of yourself. We are fully equipped for this journey in every way. And that's, that comes through in the development of these gifts, these gifts, these yeah. skills, these abilities. It, yeah. 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 And so, oh, there's so much to talk about here. But the one that that's, I'm going to have to choose based on the time, right, is the, is the creator connection. And last um, month, I had uh, Doug George on, and we were talking about um, National Truth and Reconciliation Day, Orange Shirt Day, as it's more commonly known. And we were talking about it in terms of health services and, you know, um, the the push to have um, society or mainstream agencies, social agencies and, um, and health agencies, lots of agencies and mainstream to kind of um, consider, right, special um, projects or or staff or opening up and expanding service that would look a little bit different, but look accommodating to you know to native people on their on their own terms. And one of the things that I ran into uh, shortly after that conversation was this whole notion of uh, being connected to the creator. And that's when I realized that the residential school system really did a number on people's thinking, native people's thinking, um, because they didn't want to be connected to any kind of God or creator. Um, they saw it as, um, as, as, you know, um, a religious kind of argument. And lots of sometimes people would say, did you just go religious on us, Diane? Right? Because I would be (laughs) talking about the strength and the power of a creator or God connection because, you know, well, granted, I was just now coming in on some levels of work that I do with the dark side um, and helping, you know, transition those ones that requires that kind of connection. And so so I wasn't so much going religious as much as I was starting to be aware that that connection was tampered with 
during the time of residential schooling, during the time that people, you know, because those schools were being run by religious authorities, and so people's impressions and people's understanding of God and Creator got a little bit twisted and warped, and then, um, you know, and people were angry at Creator, and people didn't want to go down that route of, of they don't even like the word God, eh, if I use that word. Um, so so I'm I'm kind of bringing that up in this conversation because in the bottom, at, at the end of the day, that's kind of where we're all going is back to that creator connection. Anyways, we'll all go back to source, right? Mm-hmm. And so yeah. and going back to source, wouldn't you think that it would be, why wait till I die to go back to source to understand that creator connection? Why not? Why not develop these psychic abilities? Why not develop these gifts and make this connection sooner? Make it work for you while you're in this lifetime as as opposed to waiting till you go you leave it and go back there anyway. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, you know, so Diane, have you run into that? Not- have you run into people? <laughs> have you have you run into people that, you know, say don't talk about God or creator to me? Have you run into that? Your, oh yeah, well, in your because stuff? there is a misconception. People do confuse God with religion, and that's where you have to set them straight. God is not religion. In fact, God did not invent religion. Man invented religion. Religion is a completely man-made concept. I don't care how back, how far back into history it goes, including Hinduism, uh, because it's like thousands and thousands of years. It's all man-made. Every bit of it has been channeled in through a man of some sort, not necessarily man and gender, but man of humanity, and has brought it through. But God is not religion. God is spirituality. God is the source, as you say, of all that is. And what is most important is that we remember that at one point on this planet, we lived that. We lived that knowing. We knew we were extensions. We were all ocean drops living together as the ocean. And that's the point, is that we are a creator. And, and the, the whole point to the hijack that happened later on was to disconnect us from that. So Because that's where our power lies. They don't want you connecting to your psychic gifts, the, the forces that are you know, uh, trying to take over the planet, as it were. They, they don't want you in that power, because the minute you are empowered as creator, they can't touch you. They have no power <laughs> over you in that way. And that just drives yeah, them nuts, so they keep everybody disconnected. So religion came along to divide everybody, to set everybody apart from one another and to divide everybody and to put them against one another. And that's, and the best way to do that was to connect them from God or God, the source, whatever you want to call it. And it doesn't really matter what you call it. And it doesn't care if you, as long as you call it and acknowledge it, you know, even an atheist is actually acknowledging that there's a God by saying that they don't believe in it. <laughs> like, give me a break. So, you know, <laughs> we all know. Yeah. That there is a it's like, it's, we've said that before on the show. It's like a fish, eh? So it's like a fish being in water. What the fish is always in water, so the fish doesn't know there's a water there, and and until he has the opposite experience. So if you're calling an opposite, there is no God. Then there has to be the other. It has to stand to be hold true for you in your mind, right? Yeah, it stands. And that mental and construct to have the opposite position. They have to have it. It's polarity we live in. It is polarity we live in. So there is always going to be a, you know, an opposing something or other. But the idea or our duality, a dance in some way. And that's the point. We've got to really come back to that oneness. We have to reconnect to our creator to, because we are here to create a new world, a new world to live in. 
And, and the only way to actually do that is to fully engage with the creator being that you are, as the creator being that you are, and to overcome the fear of darkness. Because that disables you. It just, it totally disables everybody. And it disconnects us from the power. If you knew you were God for source or creator, you would not be afraid of darkness. You wouldn't be afraid of anything. And if most people That's saw okay. a walk with them, in, in, in terms of guides and guardians and angels and everything else, most people would laugh in the face of fear. They really would. They mm-hmm. would be just like, this is nothing. But that's the thing, right? These dark things, they scare us. And that's the point. It keeps your vibration low, so you just continue to see all that stuff. Once you learn to rise above it, you are no longer subjected to it. Once you're, you know, it's like a signal of any kind. Once you're close enough to the radio station, it gets clearer. Once you, once you are you know, tuned into yourself, you're clear. And then they also know they cannot touch you. And those dark things don't come near you unless they're looking for your help. And then you have to recognize at that point you have the ability to communicate with them and in some cases maybe even help. Now we're talking. Help in the dark side. Ooh, hmm. here's a conversation, Diane. Help from the dark side, yeah. Helping well, the dark I think the dark side, side is <laughs> helping you if, if it's showing itself and causing you to be afraid and pushing up the fears inside so that I can see them and talk with them and wrestle with them because I refused to do it before, I think that's a great help from the dark side. And certainly for, for Native people, and, 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 uh, and you will know this part from hanging around with me and my, my crew, I call them, um, we, we do do feasts for both sides. Eh? We do recognize that creator created both light and dark. And that darkness does serve a purpose and that we do um, acknowledge that other side. And actually, the other side probably, if I could say it's another side, probably gets really perturbed with us because we're sending all of this love and thanksgiving and gratitude towards them for helping. (laughs) Um, You know, because the reality is that some humans just won't learn unless they do have that kind of SWAT, hey? Or that mm-hmm. it's like wake up call, going back to the awakening, hey. And I think that's what we're seeing a lot in the in in work and the people around us now. I think there's a massive awakening, not just for native people. I think it's extending for all people. Are you seeing that in your practice as well, Brenda? Absolutely. It's well, it is happening to humanity. The great awakening has been uh, underway for a, a, a while now, and it's actually the process that we're all here for. This is the ascension process that we're all here, that we've all, whether we remember it yet or not, have all signed up to assist Mother Earth in. And, and Creator, you know, and the force of Creator is what we're, we're here to do uh, and to use to create that and to assist that uh, process with. Yeah, everybody. Huh. Everybody. We're all called to the mission. And anybody on the anybody on the planet right now who is is waking up, it's they're waking up in all different ways, all different levels, right? Like some people are waking up to some, you know, to the fact that maybe the government's not necessarily what you thought it was, or maybe the medical profession's not what you thought it was, or maybe life isn't what you thought it was, or whatever, your life. Everybody's being pushed to their own purpose right now. Which means that we all have to come back to that whole we are light. We have to find a way to to connect to the light that we are, the creative light that we are, and to do that in, in the most, you know, efficient and effective way, really, it's to connect to all of who we are. And that includes not just the chakra systems, the batteries that we hold, but the, the, the tools, right, the hardwiring that we have. Yeah. And, and, and what, what would you say, if you could say a little bit more around, around how you see 
this this notion of ascension people use that word but once again not well understood just wondering what what you would offer in terms in the way of ascension how do you see it oh you know i i have to say i my my understanding or my understanding whatever way you want to say it is is just is constantly evolving in so many ways i see things so much broader all the time. It's, it's really quite astounding to me. But what I see happening uh, in, in my understanding of the ascension is that, you know, we as a planet, um, and with her beings living fully, um, you know, on her, um, have, she, she's descended into a certain polarity that um, is, you know, dense, it's heavy, it's, it's, it's all of this third dimensional stuff that we're dealing with right now. And what we're trying to do, what the attempt of ascension is, or what the the concept and process of ascension involves, is actually enlightenment, which means clearing the trauma and clearing out the density that has held her down in this sort of space of polarity, um, and actually clearing her out so that she can elevate in consciousness. So what's happening is our consciousness um, as a planetary whole is growing, evolving, and elevating to a a higher understanding of the world. So just like I said, as I see things from a zoomed-out sort of more broader understanding, so is the concept uh, of ascension that's happening with the Mother Earth herself, the planet. So as more of us wake up in this great awakening and we wake up to what's really happened to us as a humanity, because that's the part. It's not just, okay, we're spiritual beings down here. It's what happened to us. You know, I, I and it's a it's a it's a harsh term, but we were roofied big time, and that's nasty. We were violated in so many ways as a humanity, as a human experience, and so with our coming back to that and reconnecting ourselves to the fullness of our divine potential. That's what ascension is all about. And as we all do that collectively, that enables the planet herself to ascend to a higher vibration, so that she then lives from a higher place. She's no longer living in the vibrational lower realms that keep her in fear and polarity and density and trauma and all of those horrible darkness experiences. She actually is able to elevate and with all her people. So as far as I understand it, this is the first time a planet has actually done it with the people involved. Usually it happens where we don't even know what's happening. So any other ascension that's happened has happened, and, and humanity didn't know it. We just kind of came through a new, a new experience and maybe collectively, you know, sort of woke up one morning to a, a brand new world and didn't necessarily remember the old one, right? There's a lot of amnesic experiences happening. But ultimately, sure. here we are collectively, consciously making it happen. We are the ones who are making it happen. That's been, as far as I know, never been done before. Never been done in any universe ever, ever. So that's really fascinating huh. to me. So ascension is literally the the enlightenment, the clearing out of the darkness, the trauma, and all of the heavy density, so that we can be able to, uh, you know, um, be more illuminated in our experience. We'll still live on this yeah. planet, but it'll be more. Yeah. Again, you'll see more of the visible spectrum. That's what we're talking about, right? We'll see more of a bird's eye view rather than living from the minuscule, so, trivial. If yeah, so it's bringing us, yeah, and it's bringing us back around. I think what you just said is bringing us back around to really needing the need to pay attention to that higher connection, eh, to the creator connection. Because if we're getting a, a chance to move 
um, and to expand. It's not just the expansion of consciousness, so that I'm going to see more, know more, feel um, feel more, and you know, and and manifest better. It it's going to be like I have to feel better too. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's it's going to be a shift that that humans. That's why I think it's so cool what you're saying because the humanity has to actually work through their their heavy vibes they have to really work we have to all work this through right so and and it's probably the first time what you say yeah and it doesn't matter what it is because it's the first time what i think you're saying is that the planet could have done it because the planet doesn't need us anyways but here the earth is being being shift is shifting and, and we're shifting with her and vice versa um, that would be a, a native person, an indigenous person's perspective, right? That the creation, um, we are a reflection of creation and vice versa. So I think maybe that concept of being able to reflect earth and earth reflects us, that as we get clearer, cleaner, and, and lighter, then then so does she. And then that, for the first time, gives the possibility and potential of a completely different experience going forward right going forward in a higher vibration and wondering what 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 love's like as opposed to all the suffering we've been through for generations upon generations exactly exactly diane exactly and that's that's the most i think it's the most beautiful divine hot mess we could ever have experienced as a <laughs> as a collective right it's just incredible and and the extremes that we've been pushed by Right, that's the, the darkness and all the evil that we're seeing, you know, out there and surfacing. That fear blanket that's been hanging around has, is exactly that magnet that's pulling that up. So that, that's the stuff we need to deal with because it's not just happening in our environment. That's the stuff inside of us. That is what's coming yeah. out of us, right? And we have to address it all. And when we do collectively, and it only takes a small portion of the population to actually accomplish this so that uh, because for every soul who enlightens itself, you know, it actually is an illumination for 5,000 others. I don't know where that quote came from. I can't remember. I think it was Wayne Dyer that I heard it from, to be honest. Uh, but that's really an amazing fact when you think about it. So at those odds, you know, and at those uh, proportions, it doesn't take very many people. You know, maybe a million, maybe two million, maybe five million people who reach an enlightenment space to actually help pull the rest of the planet up. And those who are in a space that are able to be in that, you know, vibrational alignment will come with us. And those who don't, won't. They just won't. And that's their choice. That's the thing, right? Everybody gets a choice. Yeah, everybody has to to make a, a move for certain. That's the way I see it. It's 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 up to it's up to all of us really, and what we're going to do and how we're going to move. And I was just looking for, you know, just just in this conversation, just to say, well, you're not alone in the journey. There's a there's a creator connection that you can develop. You can um, fine tune it. You can hone it. It's going to require you to open up those physical senses, A, C, feel, taste, touch, smell, as you say. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to require <laughs> us to pay attention to ourselves in a way that we never had to pay attention to ourselves before. It was easy to be distracted. Eh? I remember, um, you know, people during the COVID times, people being very upset because they could no longer go to the gym or they couldn't do things that, that would normally distract them from whatever they were feeling or whatever they were experiencing, they were locked down and then they were kind of stuck with themselves. eh? 
And it, and mm-hmm. it was a very unpleasant experience for a lot of people, caused a lot of anxiety, a lot of stress. Well, yeah, did it cause it? Well, I might have pushed it up, but I think it was already there, that anxiety and that yeah. stress. And yeah, and so clearing out those senses, I think, and 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 looking at the, all the good reasons for why we should we should develop them, I think we probably covered some really good points here in today's conversation. So I want to go back to your program again, just if we could a little bit, Brenda, because um, what you, what you offer. And I had, you know, a few clients a few, who, who have said to me that they enjoyed your program. One in particular um, has become a, a really, is, is becoming, well, I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes I think she, she's already there, but she always says to me, no, Diane, I'm still becoming <laughs> and a, a really excellent artist. Yeah, we're all becoming an, an excellent artist and, and um, painter. And this is a woman who never, painted and had no formal training had not a lesson in artwork and and started to to do her personal work her personal healing and all of a sudden you know deep stuff you know granted it was deep stuff but all of a sudden when she works it through she this gift to paint sort of exploded inside of herself and she does these beautiful watercolors and she does um acrylics um, she said she's oil's not her thing, but but watercolor is like she just really excels at that. And this is a person who did not paint or draw anything prior to prior to going through her 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 shift. And I would say that's an ex- a personal ascension experience, wouldn't you say? Wouldn't wouldn't you say she ascended and stepped into her her true artistic? Mm-hmm. Self. Into her creator, like a, her creator self. Absolutely, she became the creator self she is. We are all creators. It, We're supposed yeah. to be an expression of something like that, yeah. right? Absolutely, beautiful. Yeah, that's that's a good way to to put it. She stepped into her creator self, and then the other day, um, she she donated a painting here so that um, um, we'll take silent bids and silent auctions on on that painting. Um, and she told me to hold out eh, for the as, as much as and get as much as you can, Diana. And that was really <laughs> cool to hear her say that because she wouldn't have said that before. <laughs> and and so I can see her confidence and you know and her ability and and her desire to help people here because it's a pay it forward plan, right? We we sell we we sell well I don't know what we sell but we we give it to the highest bidder and then the money rolls back in and provides a seat. And a weekend here, a weekend retreat here, so that people can undergo that deep, deep healing work, um, emotional body-based healing work here, because that's what helped her to open up, to step into her creator self. So there we are again, that creator connection is just absolutely vital, like it's absolutely important. And she did say that to me when she brought the, she was stopped by the other day. And she said, you, you know, Diane, I'm, I'm on this journey to, to, you know, to have creator use me in whatever purpose, that's how she put it, eh? to use me in whatever way and for whatever purpose that will help me to develop myself and develop my gifts. And, you know, I, I don't know whether I agree with the word use, but I agree that the creator is moving through her. Would you not? Mm-hmm. I, I think you may even know who this client is I'm talking about because she took your program and yes, she loved she it. Yeah, <laughs> she took one of my programs for sure. Yeah, she's a lovely lady. Um, and, you know, that's the thing is 
um, it helps you to to be in that confidence when you you know like they when people think about the fact that you are God or creator or whatever that's just way too much for some people to get their heads wrapped around. But when you recognize that the ocean, a drop of the ocean that you may take home with you in a jar is still the ocean, even though it's in a small jar, that's you in the jar. You're the ocean in the jar. And so it's important for us to really step into that. And when you're in that place of creator, you don't fear things. And things don't have the same power over you because they, they know that you know that there is no power over you. There is no power over you because you are the power. You are the full power of the universe flowing through you as a being right now. So what more are you, right? So that's a more, it's really important. And, and these, these programs I have, the Meet the Clares and actually an Enlightenment series, which are all, these are all on sale right now. Um, they're, they help you build your spiritual muscles, muscles of trust and discernment and faith and, and all of these things that are imperative for us to have. Because when you have those intact, again, there's no move in you. There's no wavering. There's no wavering in you at all, right? There's no sway. There's absolute integrity and divine wholeness about you because you're in your divine holiness so you know i would certainly encourage people to to look at building your spiritual muscles toning them you know developing them that's that's imperative and that's that right there is how we collectively become the being that we are here to be we're all humans being right we're here becoming but we're here being we're not doing (laughs) we're being we got to step back into that yeah and and not everybody's going to have all the clairs. Like you're going to, right, Brenda, you're going to have some, some will, parts of you will be stronger. Like, like even in, for myself, um, like, yeah, I got a clairsentient ability, but, but, you know, my, my, um, my ability to, to hear sometimes is, is there along with that ability. And it doesn't mean I see anything. I can remember having a conversation with Errol once and he was saying, People were asking him, his clients are saying, well, how do you see these things? Do you see these things? And Errol just says, I don't see shit. But <laughs> he's not clear. He's not clairvoyant. And he goes, if you see things and you see colors, more power to you. He says, but, you know, I don't see things. And I had to laugh. And I had to say the same thing. I says, no, I don't see things. But it comes but to me can. and I hear things and I know it, right? And I think people need to be aware, too, that you're not going to have all five. Even though you got well, all five, you might be wired for it, but doesn't mean you're going to have to develop all five, right? No. Or no. six everybody, or seven. Everybody is strong in one, naturally. There's one natural, naturally strong ability that you have that is psychic in nature. And intuition, by the way, is completely separate than psychic ability. And everybody has intuition automatically installed. It's automatically a default mm. app. <laughs> we all have that program in our system. Yeah, and I think and that's important. Direct connection. Direct connection to Say creator. that again. Intuition direct is connection a direct to connection. Direct connection. Right. And that's how you know, right? right? That's your GPS. That's the butterflies in your belly. That's that's creators yep. letting you know. But psychic ability is different than that altogether. But you, everybody is hardwired for all all gifts, right? All abilities, all the clairs. But everybody is naturally strong in one, and that's the one a lot of people just go with, right? You just go with that. If you want to develop all the others, if you want to become clairvoyant, you can. You can develop that so that you mm-hmm. not only are pulling all of that information together in the fullest capacity possible so it's like tuning into everything possible that you've got instead of just running on one antenna you've got all four flowing with information and it brings together such a clear transmission there's way more benefit to being fully connected in all ways as all possible but it's not necessary 
as long as you can do yeah. it at least one way, then you're good. Exactly. Yeah, so what that's what we would say to our painter friend. And when she says, well, I want the creator to use me, it's not so much that the creator is using her. Right, Brenda? What would you say? It's right. it's her it's her opening up. Through her. Yeah, it's her flowing with yeah. creator to to allow creator to work with her or through her. But yeah, in a sense creator's using her, but she is she is the creator itself, right? And she's just using the vessel that she is at the moment as um as creator. That's yeah. a beautiful point right there to end on. That's a beautiful point to end on. These these shows go so fast, Brenda. I just, it just you know, we just get going, it seems, and then we've got to come and say goodbye. But before we say goodbye, could you just very slowly um, say what you're, like if somebody wants to get a hold of you for the Claire's program, is it called Meet the Claire's, I think you said? And what yeah, would be your, your contact details? What Could, could you so, share that with people right now? Absolutely. The two programs or the two the two series you're going to look for if you're interested in developing or enlightenment, and that's clearing trauma and, and connecting to creator in, in many, many ways, by the way. Uh, the enlightenment series is, is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, you can just reach me um, <clears throat> at brendasign at gmail.com. So that's Brenda, T as in Tom, H-Y-N like Nancy, E at gmail.com and just mention that you heard me on Diane's show. You can even put down 11% if you're interested in taking one of the programs and you'll get an extra 11% off the Aris Freeman deal I'm offering everybody right now. But the, the Meet the Clares and the Enlightenment series are incredibly powerful and extremely effective in helping you to not only connect to who you are in the, mag, in the most magnificent part of you, but also to the divine part of you that is created. And so, you know, clearing out the trauma, connecting to who you are in the physical way, that's all part of it. It is so incredibly empowerment, and that's my game. That's what I'm all about. So you can reach me at brendasign at gmail.com, or you can maybe even reach me through Diane if you have – or you can find me on brendasign.com. You can send me an email through my website. That's that's right, brendasign.com. So, so Brenda, I'm going to have to – end it here i'm going to have to say goodbye to you for for this round but i want to thank you for coming in and and let letting me say the things i need to say and and you know push the conversation to to other levels because i think it's important right now and um and these shows aren't easy to to do because you know um, we want to say so much that we have to try and find our words in such a short brief time which i think you did it beautifully today and I'm grateful you. for you to to come in and share with me on this such an important topic. Thank so you, So I'm going to say goodbye to you for now, and we'll have you again back. I'm sure you'll come back again. At least I hope you will. And we'll <laughs> we'll cover some more ground on the spiritual topics here. I'd love to, Diane. Thank you so much. As always, it's a pleasure sharing time, light, and love with you. Thanks, Brenda. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye now. Hear all of our previously aired broadcasts of News for the Soul online at newsforthesoul.com. Now let's get back. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? 
I kind of like the high-five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.